When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's September 18th and this is episode 260. You are invited to join me and best-selling author Quillen Smith as we give you the inside scoop on how to really enjoy your home with five beautiful and inspiring home decor hacks. I'm Meg Teets, and this is Sorta Awesome. Hello and welcome back, awesomes. You are listening to the show that is all about helping you find conversation, friendship, and community. Whether you found us through Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, from the recommendation of a friend, or from our other show, Awesome Today, it is truly awesome that you are here. Again, this is episode 260, and I am joined by somebody that I know you already know and love, Mike Quillen Smith, also known as The Nester. Mike Quillen, welcome to Sorta Awesome. I am so delighted to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes, I am so excited that we get to talk all things home, keeping a beautiful home in a way that is not, first of all, overwhelming. Doesn't make you feel like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to do this. How do people's homes look so pretty all the time? You give people such a great path to follow for creating a beautiful home. And most importantly, in a way that is not expensive, it's not going to break the bank. So many of you know Michaelin's work from her work as the nester online and the books that she's published. Michaelin, how long have you been in this space helping people? to be inspired to create beauty in their home? Ooh, I have been helping women online since 2007. So that is 13 years. And it's been a oh joy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Well, I know so many of our awesomes are so inspired by your approach to creating a beautiful home. You really kind of put it all under the umbrella of cozy minimalism. So before we kind of dig into our topic today, I was going to see if you could give us just like, what's your sort of overview of the cozy minimalist perspective when it comes to how we care for and decorate and keep our home and the sort of vibe we want to create in our homes? Ooh, I love that question. You know, I think a lot of what we talk about comes from a frustration, like a personal thing we have to work out. And for me, I found myself like really, really intrigued by the minimalist movement but then when I looked at what the minimalists look like, they were usually, well, in my mind, I thought they were all 20-something bachelors with a black sofa and no mm -hmm. pillows and like a computer and notebooks <laughs> on their bookshelf, yeah. nothing on the coffee table. If they had a coffee table, the room would echo. They had 
modeled uh-huh. for me and they wore jeans and a white shirt. So I was like, there's no room for me in this <laughs> movement. But I loved, and I think a lot of us are kind of secretly drawn to the intention that the minimalist movement has. And I've since learned like minimalists are so graceful. And I really admire the intentionality of thinking about why we have everything in our home. Of course, as I was looking at those minimalist blogs and reading those minimalist books, I would be snuggled on my sofa with a cat in a throw and three pillows behind me and, you know, fuzzy slippers and my lamp. And so I just thought, this is not going to work. (laughs) So I think a lot of us of like really longing for the simplicity, but also really valuing the cozifiers that we have in our home, really that make our house feel warm and welcoming. We want throw pillows on our sofa. We want a throw at the end of our bed. We want to show, you know, meaningful art. Mm -hmm. And so how can we kind of balance those two? And Cozy Minimalist was the solution for me. Oh my gosh, I love it. I am, I have a little bit of an addiction, a little obsession with blankets. I love Cozy. And we just have had this cold snap in Oklahoma City. And so it's giving us a little preview of fall. And so I was getting out my favorite blankets. And this morning, all my kids were downstairs snuggling under blankets. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love this moment. So that cozy part of it speaks to me, but also with having five kids, the minimalist part, like the less stuff we have, the better. So (laughs) I totally, totally am jiving with all of that. So Michael has a brand new book coming out, you guys. It's called Welcome Home. I have it in my hands. It is gorgeous as all of Michael's work is. And so Later, after we get going here in a few minutes, we're going to talk about some of the concepts that she presents in Welcome Home and how they can translate for you guys with five beautiful hacks to really, I mean, all of us are at home all the time right now anyway, so why not enjoy your time there? You guys are going to love what Mike Quillen has to say. But first, let's go ahead and start this episode the way we always do with our awesomes of the week. If you're new to Sorta Awesome, then just know that the awesome of the week is the moment in the show where we talk about whatever it is that's making life a little bit more awesome right now. So it could be a book or a TV show, maybe it's music or a movie, a podcast, a product, just something that's making life a little bit happier right now. So my Quillen, I'm so excited to hear what you brought for your awesome of the week this week. Oh, well, you might regret asking. And of course, I'm answering this at a time where life looks a little different. Well, for all of us, but for me right now in launching a book, you know, I'm working a lot all day. And then about four o'clock, I'm just kind of done. And our kids have kind of grown up. So it's me and my husband in the house. Every day at four o'clock, there is three episodes of Little House on the Prairie come on a station called Cozy TV. And my husband and I have been watching oh all the episodes <laughs> from four until seven. And we get up and like make dinner during it, you know, and we'll chit chat or answer the phone. But we have that playing in the background. And I just did not realize yes. how relaxing it was to watch Nellie and Percival get married, to watch Carrie fall down a well and Paul rescue her. Like it is the most <laughs> her show on TV right now. And it is giving me life and I am so enjoying it. Oh my gosh. I love that. I remember, of course, as many women our age do watching, you know, the reruns when I was a kid and it is truly such a wholesome vibe. So I've never even heard of Cozy TV before. That sounds amazing. (laughs) I bet you would like all of the shows that they have. Yeah, totally. Okay. Well, I'm going to look that up. We'll put a link in the show notes for that. If you guys want to check it out for yourselves. I love that, Mike Quillen. And it's really like the perfect time of year to start. 
getting all of your cozy plans made. So, hey, there you go. Cozy TV. Perfect. My awesome of the week this week, you guys, is also something to watch. It just came out on Netflix. It is the sort of reality series of a brand that I'm sure many of you know about, The Home Edit. So on Netflix, you have Get Organized with The Home Edit. This just dropped on Netflix. Michael, and I'm curious if you've had a chance to watch yet. Well, no, it came out like Wednesday, right? And it's like my reward for the weekend. Yes. It's done. <laughs> oh, how is it? That is so smart. I love that. It's really good. I love it. Of course, I follow the home edit, Joanna Teplin and uh, Clear Shearer on Instagram. Many people do. They're wildly popular. Their professional organizing business has really just taken off. And I love to follow them on Instagram. And so I was really excited to see what this show would look like. Of course, they both have really big personalities and they're known for their you know, rainbow organization of rooms and they work with a lot of celebrities. And so here's what I love about the way they did the show for Netflix. Again, it's called Get Organized. And so they do show on their episodes them going into celebrity homes. So you've got like Reese Witherspoon is on there. I think Khloe Kardashian is in one of the episodes. I've only watched the first few because it literally just came out as we're recording. And so they go into the celebrity homes and they do some organizing in there. Like Reese Witherspoon needed help with displaying all of her like red carpet attire. And then like the costumes that she's gotten to keep from various movies and those types of things. So you have like this sort of wildly aspirational celebrity part, okay? But then they also go into just like regular people's homes and help them to do organizing projects that are much more like relatable. And so it turns out to be so fun because there's the totally like, wow, this is how celebrities live part of it, which is always fun. (laughs) But then there's the part that is more like, hey, Maybe that's something I could do in my home because they're doing work in regular people's houses. And that's also really cool to see. So again, I'm only a few episodes in. You are so smart to save it as a treat for the weekend. I think you'll really love it, Michaelid, because it's really a great combination of inspiring and then also just plain old fun and funny too. I love it. I think you just got us all really excited to watch this. I can't wait. Yeah, so fun, so fun. Okay, so those are our awesomes of the week this week, you guys. Again, we'll have links in the show notes every Friday. We love to hear what is awesome in your life. So come and talk to us over on Instagram. If you haven't joined us over there, we're super easy to find at Sorta Awesome Show. We have our Awesome of the Week thread every Friday. And of course, we talk about the show and we share funny memes and thoughtful ideas and all kinds of stuff happening in our Instagram community. And if you haven't joined us, we would super love to have you over in the Sorta Awesome Hangout on Facebook. We are over 5,000 women strong. Daily, we're showing up to encourage each other, inspire each other, troubleshoot and problem solve for each other. And every Friday, we are talking about Awesome of the Week for sure. So come and join us there if you haven't already. Facebook.com slash groups slash Sorta Awesome Hangout. Okay, friends, I am so excited to get to talk to you again about how much I love Grove Collaborative. Now, I have been a Grove Collaborative customer from literally the very beginning. And honestly, there's no time of year that gets me more excited about shopping at Grove than the fall. I don't know about you guys, but I love to do a fall refresh and clean up. And I know I can always turn to Grove for all of the products that I need to keep our home healthy, fresh, 
and clean. That's because Grove is the online marketplace that delivers healthy home, beauty, and personal care products directly to you. Grove Collaborative takes the guesswork out of going green. Every Grove.co product is guaranteed to be good for you, your family, your home, and the planet. With Grove, you don't have to shop multiple stores or search endlessly online to get all the natural goods you need for you and your family. Fall especially is such a fun time to shop at Grove because you've got the new fall Mrs. Meyer scents out. I went with Acorn Spice this year. I love it so much. And every single month, I stock up on all of my favorite Grove Collaborative brand sponges and scrubbers and cleaning caddies, all of the things that we need to keep our very busy home healthy and clean. So join my family and over 2 million households who have trusted Grove Collaborative to make their homes happier and healthier. Plus, shipping is fast and free on your first order. For a limited time, when you awesomes go to grove.co slash awesome, you will get a free cleaning gift set plus free shipping on your first order. Go to grove.co slash awesome to get this exclusive offer. That's grove.co slash awesome. Awesomes, I'm so excited to tell you that one of our all-time favorite sponsors is back this week, and that is Third Love. At Sorta Awesome, we love Third Love because Third Love uses the measurements of millions of women to design bras with all-day comfort and support. And of course, they totally stand behind their products. If you don't love it, you can exchange it, and returns are free for 60 days. Every Third Love bra is made with their signature memory foam cups. They have no-slip straps and a scratch-free band from cups double A all the way to I, including half cups and band sizes 30 to 48. Of course, if you're not sure about your size, you can go over to Third Love and take their online Fit Finder quiz to find the size and styles that are right for you. It's just a few simple questions, but you're going to find that perfect fit in 60 seconds. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering you awesomes 10% off of your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash awesome now to find the perfect fitting bra and get 10% off of your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash awesome for 10% off today. All right, my Quillen, I'm really going to let you really lead the way as we talk about this, because again, this book, Welcome Home, is it's just coming out this month. It is a really beautiful look at the idea of decorating your home and really moving through the year with the way your home looks and what you bring out and showcase and feature in your home based on the seasons. And then also, I love what you've done here, blending in not just decor that brings joy to you and to your family, but also practicing hospitality. So you're weaving it all together, things that make you so happy as you look around your home, and then creating that cozy, welcoming, approachable atmosphere for your home so that when you are, when life maybe gets a little bit more back to normal and we have people in our homes again and all of that, that it's just comes so naturally to bring people in and practice hospitality. So what I did is I went through this book and I, again, it's so beautiful, you guys, I cannot stop saying that, but I thought, you know what, there's like five things that I think are just so universal and so applicable for anybody to really adapt for their home, whether you're like me and I'm always like, I don't even know where to start. Or maybe you've been doing this for a while and you just need a little fresh shot of inspiration. You guys are going to find it in Welcome Home. But Michaelin, I love that you really start the book with this idea of having an imperfectionist mindset. I would love for you to say more about that for our first hack for really enjoying your home. Ooh, 
I'm so glad you're starting there because it is the most important place to start. I actually wrote an entire book about living in imperfect circumstances. You know, the truth is I rarely meet, I don't even know if I've ever met anyone who would say, yes, I am living in my finished dream house. All of us in some way or another uh, (laughs) probably have circumstances in our home that we wish were just a little different. Like we wish we had more freedom or more money or time or creativity or you know, whatever it is, we're waiting on the next house, we're renting, like I have experienced so many of those situations, my husband and I, we've been married 25 years, but we've lived in 14 houses. And I used to really curse that. But now I look back, I'm like, Oh, that's how I learned this. (laughs) And so I will tell let me tell a little yes, absolutely. Because I think I had to learn about the power of imperfections really the hard way and by doing everything wrong. It's really the only way I can learn, I guess, is the hard way. But that's when those lessons stick. And I can remember in particular, like newly married, I think we just had uh, one baby at the time. And a friend from church was dropping me off at our house after we spent the day, I don't know what we did something together. And she asked if she could use my bathroom. And at the time, my husband was a school teacher, we were living in a rental, like a $500 a month rental, the house Oh my goodness, it's over 100 years old now. So at the time, it was almost 100 years old. It had been a rental for a long time. And so it wasn't very cared for. And when she asked that, I just had terror in my heart because I was so ashamed of the state of the bathroom. And it wasn't because I like had underwear on the floor, (laughs) although I'm sure I did. But that wasn't the reason. It was so old and it was so falling apart. (laughs) And I told her no. I was like, I'm sorry, you can't come in. And it took a couple of years for me to work oh. through that and to yeah. really see basically what I was telling my friend is my imperfections and the imperfections of my life are so big that you can't handle them and you are not to be trusted with them. And I'll tell you, our friendship went nowhere. And that was my fault. Oh, and wow. I realize now that someone that's dropping me off with a hug yeah. is probably a person I can trust with the imperfections of my life. But it's those imperfect parts that are yes. really what grow our friendship. Mm. And if someone's not willing to go first, a friendship is never going to grow. And a few things like that happened over time. Sometimes I was on the receiving end. Sometimes I was on the giving end of like really trying to hide those imperfections. And now I know it's like, it's actually the opposite. No one wants to go in a perfect house. No one wants to be served, you know, in a perfect meal with a high end designer yes. China that we can't break and a rug that we're afraid to walk. in. like, that's not what we want. No one wants to be impressed with us. And true connection happens when we share the imperfect. So it's not even like, oh, we need to get over the imperfections. No, we actually need to make sure that we have some imperfections showing in our life and showing up in our home. And I think that's part of our job is like to Mary Randolph Carter says, don't scrub the soul out of your home. And I think like, don't scrub the imperfections out of your home. Have a real role to play. And it's our job to make sure that they can be seen loud and clear, like not to the point, you know, I don't want to have spinach in my teeth, but not that kind of imperfection, (laughs) although that can be fun too. But these authentic things so that we know people are real (laughs) and not robots. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that story reminds me so much of a time in our life when my girls were very young. We lived in a little small town out on the Western Plains of Oklahoma. And we lived in a rental. We lived there for four years, actually. It was a house like you were describing. It was old. It had been a rental for a long time. It was fine and totally like safe to live in. But there were a lot of really funny, quirky, 
things about it. You pulled up to the side of the house. You could see, my Quillen, that the foundation was sloping in the middle, like it was like on a U. <laughs> like when, there was a noticeable, you know, slope downwards to, towards the middle of the house. Oh my gosh. The inside had wood paneling that was on all of the downstairs rooms. And somebody went nuts with their wood paneling at the time. And there were just so many weird and funny and quirky things about it. And I will tell you what, in that town, we were so lonely and so desperate for friends. We decided we cannot let our, well, kind of embarrassment about the house that we lived in stop us from having people in our home. So we just pretended like, who cares? We live in a funny house. Come over, enjoy time with us anyway. And even though that house was, I mean, I cannot emphasize this strongly enough. It was quirky. We had so many people say, your house is so cozy. It's so comfortable. I love to come over. It's so welcoming. And I think that just having that mindset, like you're talking about here, just embracing it and being like, come on in. It's a little bit wacky here, or, you know, things are really old here. Just embracing it. You convey that to the people in your home. And sometimes it's really important even just to convey it to yourself too. Absolutely. I love that. You were so far ahead of me. And I love that you took the friendship into your own hands because it's true. If Someone's got to go first. Yes. Yes. Listen, we were desperate. We were like, who cares? <laughs> we need some friends here. <laughs> okay. So once you kind of have that embracing the imperfections mindset in place, I really super love that one of the things that you teach people how to do is how to stock the essentials. Because I feel like once you have some good essentials stocked for your family, but also for if you want to have people over, it's like one less friction point that is going to keep you from inviting people over. If you know like, okay, if we want to have this many people over, we're good to go. We can pull the plates out. We can pull this out and those types of things. I was wondering if you could tell us as a hack, what is the best way to go about really having a well-stocked home? You have a whole section of this in the book, but maybe give us some highlights. I do. And so I think the first helpful thing, I don't know, maybe I'm the only one with this problem, but I can go a little crazy on just kind of falling in love in stores with all the hosting options, you know, the jade cake stand and all the beautiful mm -hmm. trade. And so I found myself really drawn to, especially every season, they put out like entire dishes sets based around, you know, the 4th of July or New Year's Eve or Christmas. And so it's very tempting to do that. And so first, I think it's nice to just kind of put some parameters in place. And so for myself, I knew, especially we have a small house, so we don't have a ton of storage. And so that told me everything that I have for hosting, I have to be able to use it, whether it's my husband's 50th birthday, whether it's a baby shower, if it's Christmas, if it's Thanksgiving, if it's Easter, whatever the celebration, I need to be able to use my stuff. And I can't afford to have the space to have like all these different themed serviceware and dishes. And so that's the first thing that I did. Now, of course, that's not saying yes. if you're cozy minimalist, if you have a dish collection, that is fine. But for me and my home and my sanity level, I knew that's going to work best for me. And so then I chose like three parameters. So everything I have to serve with is either white, it's metal or it's wood. And that kind of keeps me in line when I see something spectacular and like the most beautiful shade of blue. Yes. I think, you know what? It's going to be this one-off piece. It's not going to work with everything. And if it's Christmas, that might not feel right in my house. I want to have the freedom to use everything at any time. So if I need a bowl or a dish or a tray, you know, I can instantly use it and not have to dig through for the one for the right season. 
So that's the overall mindset. But in general, you know, I try to have some trays, some wood boards, some interesting serving utensils. And of course, that's going to follow my same thing. So they either need to be white for me, metal or wood. You choose your own. Maybe for you, it's like I'm either going to do, you know, blue and white or blue solid or white. Like, so maybe you'll do a pattern or maybe you'll do only neutrals or maybe you'll have a couple bright colors. Whatever that is, I think it's really helpful to just set your own parameters. So when you're out, you're not tempted to go outside of that and then have these weird pieces that you can never use. So yeah, I just like finding things like that that can work together. And I found that it can be more fun for me to find these hosting things when I kind of change my mindset from season to season. So like right now we're moving into fall and it's really tempting to go to the store and be like, you know, I have two front doors and a back door. I'm going to buy three wreaths for the fall and then three wreaths for winter and then three wreaths for, and before you know it, I could have like 15 wreaths stored away in my attic. All of them would be stored away for like 10 months out of a time because they only get six weeks each. And instead of that, I found, you know what, that would be fine, but maybe it would be a better use of my money if I first make sure I have all my hosting basics. If hosting is important to me, because I have known people that have those 15 wreaths, but they don't have a breadboard and they don't have a bread knife and they don't have a soup ladle and they don't have a drink dispenser. Mm. Yet hosting is important to them. And when we don't have the right supplies to do that, we feel like we can't have people over. And so maybe this fall, instead of going and buying things that need to be stored away, first make sure you have the seasonal supplies. So if you're going to be making soup, if you're going to be baking bread, do you have the right kitchenware to be able to do those things that you want to do? Oh my gosh, that is so, so smart. I'm like you. I mean, we don't have a lot of storage. We live in a very old home. It's almost a hundred years old. They didn't do all the closet space back in those days. So the things that we store have to count. I love that idea of picking out like, these are my colors. This is our theme. And that really does help so much to make those decisions going forward. That is so, so smart. I absolutely love that hack. Another one, let's call it the third one that I super love because I'm a really sensory person. Like my experience of the five senses and how those impact me is really huge in my day-to-day life. And I love that so much of Welcome Home is about being inspired by our five senses. I would love for you to say a little bit more about how you can incorporate that into home decor. Oh, I love talking about that. I would love that. So we experience the seasons through our five senses. So that's how we know when we walk outside what season it is. Of course, whether you're in North Carolina or Florida or Minnesota, that's going to change, but you know your locale and you know what it feels like in October, Yes. you know, compared to July or April or any month. Like I can pretty much know based on what I see, what I hear, what I smell, what I'm feeling, all those things outside. And so to bring that into our home is such an easy way to kind of seasonalize our home. I think we've all been in a house, you know, you walk in, maybe your aunt's house for 4th of July and you walk in and everything looks dark and heavy and you're like, I feel like this house still thinks it's December. <laughs> you know, we want our home to feel like it kind of <laughs> knows what's happening outside. And so it doesn't mean like, I feel like my home yes. feels like every season, but it doesn't mean I have, you know, nests and bunnies and birds out in the spring. But what it does mean is that I seasonalize my home. I work through the five senses and I think, what are we smelling in my house in the spring? What food am I serving? that smells like spring? What throws and pillows and sheets do I have on the bed that we're going to be in contact with that feels maybe lighter and crisp? 
what candles am I going to have burning? What essential oils? What room sprays? Even like I change my dish soap seasonally because I'm going to use it every day. So I'm like, what a great way to have something consumable that I don't have to store away. Because personally, I don't want to have to store away stuff for all four seasons. I'm willing to it Christmas, which I don't even count Christmas as a season. Christmas is a celebration. So I winterize and then I decorate yeah. Christmas after that. But using the senses, what happens is it takes the pressure off the visual decor. So if your home is layered with a seasonal scent, so say it's fall and you have your favorite autumn candle burning, you have your fall playlist, which I think everyone should have a seasonal playlist playing in a way to play it. So speakers or a little Mm -hmm. speaker in your home that feels like fall to your family and kind of signals that if you have some cozy throw and, you know, the wood next to the fireplace ready to go, and maybe you switched over to flannel sheets when my boys were younger, you know, every fall I'd buy slippers for everyone because we have wood floors and just kind of prep and get ready in that way. So it's more about the supplies. Then when it comes time to add some visual, I feel like I'm not required to add quite as many pumpkins and gourds and things like that because my house already really, really feels like the season to anyone who comes in. Oh my gosh. That is the most beautiful way I think to seasonally practice minimalism. You just like said this offhand, but I think it might change my life. You said you winterize your home first and then bring out Christmas for Christmas. Oh my gosh, this is brand new information for me. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It really makes such a difference. Yeah. You know what I love about this too is I think this is a way that we can really personalize and really showcase who we are through how we decorate our homes as we're inspired by our senses. So for example, like one of my biggest sort of sensory triggers is smell in the sense that like, if something smells really bad, I am in a terrible mood. Like it just (laughs) bothers me so much. But the flip side of that being, I love, love, love to have smells all the time everywhere. So like in the bathroom or, you know, in the kitchen, there's candles burning, there's essential oil diffusers, there's all kinds of scent almost like scent stations throughout the house. (laughs) And so that's something that's really, you know, it's kind of dorky, but kind of true. Like that's something that's really important to me. And I hope too, that as people come into our home, they don't smell the fact that we have, you know, five kids in the bathroom and those types of things. They're smelling the good sense of the season. So (laughs) I think you can really personalize though and show people like, you know, whatever the thing is, that's really important to you. You can really express it through those really sensory grounded pieces of home decor. Absolutely. You can express it. You can control it. And you're right. The scent is the first thing we notice when we walk into a place. If it's good or bad, no matter what else is happening, we notice that. Yes, totally. Totally. Okay. So, so far we have talked about having that imperfectionist mindset, just being okay with the imperfections. We've talked about really stocking those essentials so that you are ready to either serve just yourself, your family, or guests in your home. And we've talked about being inspired by your senses as you decorate. So we've got two more hacks we're going to get to when we come back from this word from our sponsors in just a minute. Awesome. These days we could all use something to look forward to. And I have to tell you something that I look forward to so much is my next delivery from First Leaf. First Leaf delivers to us incredible wines without leaving the comfort of our home. 
it is so easy to get started with First Leaf. You go and take a quick quiz to assess your wine drinking preferences, whether you like whites or reds, whether you like sweet or more intense. Then First Leaf will send six expertly picked bottles of wine based on your answers. And here is the very awesome part. First Leaf uses your ratings and feedback to help refine and curate your future shipments of wine. Just give each bottle a thumbs up or a thumbs down online. First Leaf takes care of the rest. You can also choose what types of wine you want in your next box. First Leaf updates their inventory every month and they always have something new to try. We almost always get boxes filled with red wines. They're our favorite. And you're going to get everything from the coast of California to South Africa. So many wines that you might never have seen before. The subscriptions are super flexible. I can choose when and how often I want to get shipments from them. And First Leaf has a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So if you get a bottle that you are just not into, First Leaf will cover the cost. So sign up today to get six bottles of wine for only $29.95 plus free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash awesome. That is six bottles of wine for only $29.95 at tryfirstleaf.com slash awesome. Awesomes, here's the thing. Small businesses have unique needs. And despite the current uncertainty, one thing that remains unchanged is the importance of having the right people on your team. When your business is ready to make that next hire, LinkedIn Jobs can help by matching your role with qualified candidates so that you can find the right person quickly. I love looking through the LinkedIn Jobs platform. It is so easy to use. It's so intuitive. You can quickly review applicants and prioritize the best ones. And LinkedIn Jobs filtering tools are easy to use. They help you quickly reach out to promising applicants through InMail for free. LinkedIn is already an active community of professionals with more than 690 million members worldwide. LinkedIn Jobs screens candidates with the hard and soft skills that you're looking for, and they put your job post in front of qualified members every day so that it's seen by people looking for jobs just like yours. That's how LinkedIn Jobs can help you hire the right person faster. When your business is ready to make that next hire, find the right person with LinkedIn Jobs. You can pay what you want and get the first $50 off. Just visit linkedin.com slash awesome. Again, that's linkedin.com slash awesome to get $50 off of your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Mike Quillen, we have two more home decor hacks that anybody who's listening can take these and apply them to how they view decorating season by season in their home. In fact, the next one I really would love to hear you talk more about is this concept of practicing editing in your home by the season. So like you said, we're transitioning into fall right now. So what does it look like to practice some seasonal editing as you come to the conclusion of each season in the year? It makes me so happy that you honed in on this because editing is like it's just not flashy and sexy. Editing is not going to get its own HGTV show. But <laughs> every person on HGTV has to edit things out. And it is such an important part of making decisions in our home, especially as we move from season to season. You know, online, if I start talking about fall and it's August 31st, I start to get poo-pooed on a little bit because it's not even cool here yet, or it's not, you know, fall equinox or whatever. And that is true. Yeah. But in nature, like, on August 31st, I live in North Carolina. The corn is turning brown. The weeds on the side of the road are all yellow. Like nature knows. Creation is already changing whether the temperature has changed or not. 
And the other truth is that my life looks different on August 31st than it looked on July 31st. You know, the vacation mode, the beach bags, the flip-flops, mm-hmm. the kind of the leisurely lifestyle has changed. We're back to school. My work schedule has ramped up and I need my home to serve me in different ways because I'm doing different activities as we move from summer into fall. And so part of the practice and really the very first thing I do before I pull out any pumpkins is to kind of walk through the house and say, what are we done with? What are we done with in every room that has served us for the summer? That could be anything from, you know, when my kids were little, might've been games and toys. Now it's more like car magazines or, you know, novels that I was reading in the summer. It could be decor. It could be those seasonal things. Maybe I'm done with a summer candle and I'm switching that out. So whatever that is, so just be mindful and walk through every room of your house and say, is there anything that we're not going to be using in fall that maybe was more of a summer item that I could pack away for a while? Yes. Oh, that's so smart. I really do love that. And it's a good time to like really assess too, because some things you may be just packing away. Some things you may really be like, you know what, this item, whatever it is, it has served us well. And now we're going to transition it right on out the door. So Mm, yeah. It's a good time to kind of check in with yourself, you know, especially if you have kids, like you just said, kids are changing so fast from season to season. Having a one-year-old again, when my oldest are teenagers, having a one-year-old again, I am reminded of how quickly they go through these phases and they're into this thing, you know, for a few weeks and then they never want to see it again. And so I feel like I'm doing editing a lot more regularly, (laughs) having a toddler underfoot. But I love that idea of practicing it by the season. And the best part is once you've done that, it really opens up your space. And I think brings you a fresh shot of inspiration. Like once you've taken things down, you have all that sort of blank space to work with to get going on the next season, which is exciting. I totally agree. It's so true. And that's part of our job is to pay attention to how our home is serving us and then make changes and adjust. What fun is that? Yeah, totally. I love it. Very awesome way to look at our home and how it is serving us and serving others as well. Okay, so last hack. This one really speaks to me because again, you know, I'm not one of those people where home decor, what my home looks like, the aesthetic of my home, it doesn't really come naturally to me. I have to really think about it. I'm constantly looking at images either on Instagram or Pinterest for inspiration because it doesn't just come to me in my own mind. But I love that throughout this book and throughout all of your work online and your books, you really do focus in on the simple. So for people who like me get a little bit overwhelmed with the idea of trying to decorate, maybe you have a lot of kids underfoot, or maybe work just feels so stressful, you cannot imagine, you know, adding work to your life at home. If you are a person who gets a little overwhelmed in this area, how can we kind of adjust that mindset to where we're actually seeking joy and finding it through being simple? It's a great question. I'm not sure that I have the perfect answer for that, but I do know this, especially, you know, since we've been talking about seasonal decor, it's very easy to be flipping through Pinterest or scrolling on Instagram and seeing these gorgeous mantles, porches, tablescapes full of the seasonal decor and kind of we're doing it wrong. And also to feel like the only way to do it right is to do it like that. And so I'm here to say, if you are feeling overwhelmed by what feels like you have to do in order to embrace the season, or if your kids are excited for you to decorate for whatever the holiday is, there is an in-between just like with cozy minimalists. It doesn't have to be all minimalism or all coziness. 
there's in between between going full out and having every single pumpkin from Michael's on your front porch and having nothing. And that is what I'm doing. There is beauty in the balance and we can find that, you know, one beautiful statement pumpkin can make all the difference and make your kids feel excited about fall in you as well. It doesn't have to be an all day affair. Decorating for the season even doesn't have to be done top to bottom redesign on a Sunday afternoon, you know, for four hours. It can be a very slow transition, just like God does in creation, one leaf at a time. And I think that's really important for us to model in our home. It should never feel like a burden. And when it does, that's a red flag to step back and say, okay, how can I approach this differently? And that's what my book is all about. It really is. Oh, that's such a lovely way to wrap this up because genuinely, I just felt so calm and centered and also inspired as I read through Welcome Home because there it is such a no pressure, work with what you have, you know, offering ideas and suggestions, but just such an inviting vibe throughout the book. And that spoke to me so much. I know it is going to speak to so many readers who pick up this book. So speaking of Welcome Home, we've been talking about it. I've been bragging on it. Tell the people like all of the things we need to know. When is it officially released? Is there time to do any pre-ordering? Where do we find it? All of those things. What do we need to know about Welcome Home? (laughs) Thank you so much for asking. Well, I'm not sure when this episode will release. Welcome Home releases Tuesday, September 15th, and you can find out all the information about it. Just go to thenester.com and I have links to everything there. And I also hang out on Instagram. It is my favorite online place to hang out. I love the Instagram community. If you are maybe visually motivated or really like to be visually inspired, I usually do a post or two a day of like simple, encouraging takeaways of an imperfect lived in and loved on home with you in mind. So I would love to meet you there. If you're on Instagram, my handle is the nester. Okay. Thank you so much for that. Again, you guys, this is such a great book that you're going to want to buy and keep. I mean, it's definitely one of those that you can keep on a shelf. And if you need a little shot of inspiration, as you move into a new season, get it out, go through the pages again, you're going to find so much that just makes it so awesome. So my Quillen, thank you so much for coming to Sort of Awesome. This has been so great. It was. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, totally. You guys, you know, if you want to find me on social media, you can find me anywhere at Sort of Awesome Meg. And if you have comments, if you want to talk all things home decor, seasonal decorating, or if you just want to participate in all the awesome things, you know, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram, on TikTok and YouTube. You can get your daily dose of awesome from Awesome Today. Don't miss out on any of that. I'm Meg Teets, and this is Sorta Awesome. The Sorta Awesome Show is a production of Sorta Awesome Media, the company that is all about creating a life that you love for yourself and for the world around you. We'll see you next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.